You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want to read Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. <laughs> oh, and we're live. Live as live can get. Welcome to another installment of the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. I'm Eric C. I'm Tony V. And we've got none other than the master, Bader, Taters. Taters, huh? Oh, How's it going there, buddy? Spoiler mash them, stick them in a stew. Tater. A little tired? <sighs> I'm a little. Hey, guys, I'm just real tired. Uh, hey, it's glad to, glad to hear your voice again, Taters. How's life? Life is good. I'm just, uh, Annie and I stopped over at Dunkin' Donuts before, and we had a couple munchkins, so our, we're, our bodies are shutting down right now. So <laughs> forgive me for a little lackluster. It's like he's having a he's having insulin shots. He's got the munchkins. He's got he's got the he's got it's like instead of Hodgkins, he's got munchkins. What do you do when you can't handle sweets? Oh man, so uh, I heard you guys uh, had uh, had a big uh, snowstorm. Tony. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, I, I I wasn't here for it. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Punta oh Gana, yeah, the world, Mr. World Traveler, all of a sudden over here. Um, no, not really. It's the first time out of the country. How'd, how'd it go? How'd, tell, tell us about your experience from from ca- taxi ride over to taxi uh, ride home. Uh, okay, so as were you just like super nervous the entire time because you were leaving the good old U.S. of A. Or I wasn't nervous. I was on guard. There's a difference. Um, I believe the seals call it a uh, constant state of readiness. Stay frosty. Oh, I was staying okay. frosty in 85 degrees. Well, I think I think going into battle is a little different than going on vacation, but it's it's similar, I guess. Yeah. Everybody in the Dominican <laughs> arms, pretty uh, Dominican Republic is pretty armed. So, uh, mm. and the infrastructure looks like <laughs> Afghanistan. I, I so. saw some I, I saw some big arms in those uh, Instagram stories, but they weren't uh, loaded with bullets. They were loaded on top of uh, Megan's shoulders. Oh, are you referring to me? No, I'm referring to the good old Hispaniol boys moving the luggage around for oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know where he was going with that one. I was like, I, maybe you want to tell me something I don't know that happened on the vacation. But we get to the airport, and we, we get outside of the, the airport, and, of course, they have a sign for us that says that says uh, Megan's last name because she made the, uh, the reservations, my girlfriend's name. So we're like, oh, perfect. So we get in the cab, and we're driving for about 10 minutes. Now, my girlfriend's fluent in Spanish. Um, so that really, really helps. And my Espanol muy pequeño, but I can understand from working in the restaurant business my whole life, I can understand what kind of what these guys say and just from body language. So, of course, the cab driver's like, no English, no English. So that was like warning sign number one, because like all these people to survive around there, you have to know a little bit of English and to like set yourself apart from the other people and the other workers in the Dominican. If you know English, you make yourself very expendable and you make yourself able to get. Oh, money. yeah. So we get into yeah. the cab. Everything's cool. Now we're driving down the highway. It, it looks the inf- fuck, man. I thought the infrastructure was bad in the United States. It's just crumbling rocks. Like th- there's so much. I don't know why um, uh, some billionaire from the United States hasn't gone down there and just bought the whole place up for pennies on the dollar because there is so much open land for a small place. It's just like just open land. I don't know if it's protected or what, but like you know, buildings are falling apart. Factory. Um, and and guys just driving around on mopeds with no helmets on the shoulder of the road. Well, don't you think the problem is that it, all the, the valuable real estate in these places are on the beach, and those are all brought up. So anything inland is just worthless. Yeah, but I, I, I what they do with most of the land, it looks like, uh, from what I saw, was that they just they make sand. Like the the soil's so sandy that they remove trees, and they're like these big sand lots. So we're driving down. Five minutes into the cab ride, this guy pulls into a gas station. Now, I don't know about you guys. Have you ever been in an Uber or a cab driver's car and he stops off for gas? Yeah, it's out of the Yeah, country, it's though. the worst situation. Okay, yeah. So, so, so frightening. Okay, so, boom, Eric gets a number little ding in his head number two. So here I am. I'm like on two hours of sleep. I can't sleep on the plane, blah, blah, blah. So Megan's talking to him in Spanish. So now she's on the phone with the guy that owns the cab company. I go, because I go, what are we doing at a gas station slash chicken shop? That's what it was. It was a gas station and a chicken shop. So this guy's literally asking to, for us to give us give him our credit card, and he's going to go in there and ring us up. Yeah, that's not going to work. So, so like I'm kind of like in a haze right now. 
and I and, and I'm like, yo, get your jefe on the on the phone, you know. So Megan starts talking yeah. to him on the phone, and she's like, oh, you prefer cash. So as soon as I heard prefer cash, mm-hmm. I'm like, give me the phone. So I get on the phone. I go, yo, like that, and the guy, I can see that he speaks English. I go, what are we doing in a gas station right now being asked for our credit card? I go, he's like, well, this is the way it works, $40. I go, no. I go, free transportation through the hotel. I go, bring me to the hotel right now, or there's going to be a problem like that. Next thing I know, wow. we're at the hotel for free. Drove us right to the, right to the right. hotel, no chicken shop, boom. We didn't even have to pay for the first time there. So I get to the front desk. Yeah, they, they wasn't certified through the hotel, and they were just trying to, or even if they were certified by the hotel, they were trying to, um, like they're paid by the hotel, but they were trying to get extra cash. Yeah, of course. They were trying to get uh, right. 40 U.S. American dollars on top of it. and Which for, is like which is like $6,000 for them. Yeah, well, it's uh, for it, it fluctuated every day I was there. It started at 45 per U.S. dollar, so 45 Dominican pesos for every single American dollar. So uh, at the end of vacation, it was 49 when I, when I left there. So uh, it, oh it was God. unbelievable. But the vacation was just – we got there. It was magnificent. The friggin' staff was amazing, dude. These people are – you can't say enough about the people that work down there. Um, the place was called Ibero Star Grand Bavaro, and it was the greatest vacation of my life. And I went down there. But, like, see, the th- me and Tony were just talking about this before the show is that when you're in an all-inclusive, and especially this place and, and – T- uh, Dylan sourced some of the, uh, the the pictures and the videos. The place looks like you know paradise. You're in a paradise castle with dinner right below you. You're not like hanging out with the natives inside the town. You know you don't get a real feel for it. But y- y- I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> you're not going there for the real flavor. You're going there for the luxury. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the beaches, the food, so the free room service, the beaches, blah blah blah. Everything was just just top notch. And they had these shows every night. Now, Tony saw some of oh the videos God. of the shows. Oh, those were, Did you see those, those taters? Yeah, well, there was like the, the fucking Gloria Stefan redux. It was <laughs> a fucking nightmare zone. <laughs> Did you see the video of that guy sniffing his knee? This one dude, this one Dominican guy comes out on stage and has a bigger ass than all the women combined on stage. And he just keeps doing like splits in the air and he's just smelling his knee as he dances with the other leg. I'm like, where do these people get their energy from? It was absolute. So they had, every night they had a show at ten o'clock, and it was a different theme. One was disco. One was a rock show. It, we had so much fun. It was the best comedy show I've seen in in months. <laughs> Were there people, other people there? Because sometimes those, you're like the only people staying in the resorts, and it's a party for two. Oh no, dude. I, I mean, what do you mean by that? Like the place was packed. Oh okay. I mean, we Annie and I went on all inclusive, and we were literally the only people there. I, at I mean, the, at the resort, it was, a, and it was like a super luxury resort. We're the only people there. Oh no, there was. I mean, did you guys go off season? Uh, we went to we went to Mexico and uh, <laughs> yeah, because the cartel just September. cleaned it out the night before. <laughs> There's all dead bodies <laughs> yeah. all on the floor. <laughs> Fucking hit squad yeah. came through. <laughs> What's the Nobody's here. Places? He's like, wow. There's a lot of salsa on the walls. And so we're the only people here, body. Uh, and, and they just um, and they they're like their Spanish isn't too good, so they keep calling it the cleansing. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I guess they really cleaned the place last night. What type of sauce is this salsa de corazón? And the uh, the uh, Morta squad came in for the cleansing, and it's like, oh, rah. well, they got a cleaning crew for the cleansing. That's really nice. No, there was th- there was a fucking hundred people there. Everybody, a lot of people from down south, your neck of the woods now. Taters met this guy from Arkansas. All-inclusive, though, dude. I, I would be calling up every night. I'd be like, listen, send me up a bottle of Don Julio with a cowboy ribeye stuck in the top of it. <laughs> you, guess what? You <laughs> give him a $5 handshake, you get that. You, Bring it up. We're going to put you in that ribeye. Yeah. Now, so, like, the, I'm going to ride it down the uh, stairs. Yeah, did, were, you just, were you just like rolling through the menu and just ordering everything or what? I literally uh, I ordered a, uh, a – I, <laughs> there's a video of me ordering a margarita pizza. Um. Well, it, uh, you saw the video. It was a margarita pizza, something else, and then an orthopedic pillow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the you know the margarita pizza, the scrambled eggs, and a orthopedic pillow, please. And it it was it was dude. It, we had two butlers the whole time. The language barrier wow. can be tough though. All of them knew pretty much all of them knew new English, you know. Like, but it's like that. Um, 
I'm kind of like embarrassed to speak Spanish because it's awful probably. Right. But just being in the service industry for so many years and listening to these guys, I can tell what they're talking about. So I can hear, I can, I can, I understand what they're talking about. But like, I'm always apprehensive to speak it. But like, when you're in that situation and you just let it flow, it's fine. I was in a, I was yeah. in Saigon, Vietnam, in this five star hotel. I was in Vietnam. Yeah, it was crazy. Rice patties up to my shit, kneecaps, man. and Charlie was around the corner. <laughs> you, why you, you didn't start that like a vacation story? Well, I was in the vacation. Well, I'm 37 <laughs> years old. You think I was in the war? Like what? Three years old. <laughs> the way you sounded, I thought you were special. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't even born yet. I was over there fighting. With all your time continuum conspiracies, anything's possible with you, Tony. So I'm trying to get laundry done, and this woman doesn't understand what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no high heat, low heat. And she's just looking at me like, eh. I'm like, no high heat, low heat. And I'm like, I'm trying to make the dial. So finally, I go to the girl. I go, I go, listen, no. <laughs> He's, Tony's playing charades with the house cleaning lady. But the great, the worst thing about, or not the worst thing about it, uh, going to Vietnam, that's tough. Because like at least when I go to a Spanish country, I have a point of reference. Mm. Every American kind of has some point of reference with Spanish. And you either taught it in school or you're, you're around it a lot or you just hear people speak it on a daily basis. Uh, it's like it, that's how you get used to it. But you go to Vietnam, I'd be like, ding dong. I'd just be yeah, making things up. Learn, you're not going to learn the language. The thing about <laughs> it is, though, with the strength of the American dollar and the fact that it's as pervasive as it is with the tourism, they want, your, they want the money. So they're going to have people there that can speak the language. You're not going to walk into a nice hotel and be like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. They're going to have somebody there that can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was worried about. That was like my like all the things that I did worry about before I left was the the, the trip from uh, I wasn't I wouldn't say worried. I was just going to be on guard. You know, it's like that's it's the greatest thing about being from New York. You always think somebody's trying to take advantage of you and they are. So, uh, you know, you're just always on guard. But the people, the staff, the food was excellent. Fresh lobster. I literally, <laughs> one point, I was like, oh, my God, I ate lobster for three days straight. And, and Megan's like, you're complaining wow. about that? Yeah. You know, and then yeah. you go to dinner. You, I ate a seven-pound snail at the French place. So every <laughs> every night you go to a different restaurant. And, like, me going to the French place, too, ugh, I had to eat. Like, I had room service on on standby. For when before I went to dinner at the French place, and then uh, well, this of course, is your first time eating French, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, French if French fries count. And then I, of course, I got uh, Palifou Francais, uh, Pepe Le Pew over here, Dylan Tater's price with his uh, with his beret on. He's like, let me order for you because he's like an eighth French, so he thinks he's like the the world's lover, you know, like Pepe Le Pew. He's like, let me see the menu, and it's like it's in English. I was in Paris. Well, you could have got me on on the horn with the with the chef. If you had any French chops, and I would start talking to him in a little French. I would order the bouillabaisse, a little bit of andouille and cassoulettes, a little bit of action here and there. Nice bottle of wine for Megan. I think you, know, you, I think you would have, I think you would have fallen into a little bit of a problem because around that place, the same guy that was doing air splits and sniffing his knee on stage Making at the, the show sandwiches. is the guy waiting on me now, at. <laughs> At the French restaurant. You see what I'm saying? They're like jack of all trades, you know? <laughs> like yeah. one will be like cleaning the pool the next day. Like they rotate. So it's like, oh, my God, you were in the disco show last night. I'll have the uh, the ham. <laughs> he kicks it onto the plate. <laughs> he does a split while handing me my, my Coca-Cola. His crotch bulge is just right in your face as you're eating. It's like, oh. all right, we're good. Oh, my God. Dylan, I thought I was going to kill myself. I know. I know, I, I know you. What? No, no, not literally. This is a comedy show. I thought I was going to kill myself because down there, regular Coke has 65 grams of sugar in it. It's double the amount in the what? United States. Yes, 65 grams per. Is that why people buy the buy the Mexican Cokes? Because well, it's got pure that sugar. The Mexican, I thought Mexican Coke, it's pure sugar. Yeah. No, no, it's not corn syrup. This was a Mexican Coke. This was Coca. This was soda made by Coca Cola for the Dominican Republic. 65 grams of sugar in a 20 ounce bottle. Glass bottle? Not a, a plastic bottle like they sell oh. up here. But the glass bottles, a lot of them are made in Mexico with the, real sugar. With the real sugar. This was no. This was like a, just a regular old Coke, just on steroids, and it was amazing. What kind of what kind of Mexicans were these Dominicans? <laughs> exactly. I would have loved you to see uh, Dylan ordering ordering French food because, like, I didn't know what I was eating, and then it went, <laughs> the language barrier was a problem sometimes. So I went to the Mediterranean restaurant. Now I don't like fish. 
All right. I, I like I, I'm starting to branch out a little bit, but like I worked on a, a shell fishing boat and I'm kind of like and using bait as a kid fishing my whole life. I'm kind of done. Right. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to try the sea bass. So when ordering the sea bass, I think, what do I'm going to get? I'm going to get a little filet of sea bass that looks nice that they're going to put on the plate for me. This guy rolls up with like a petrified fish in salt and starts stabbing it with a spoon and starts filleting it in front of me. Yeah, there you go. I'm like, Whoa. I'm like literally almost like getting nauseous as he's cutting really? it through the fit. Was it good? It, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. One side was really good. Oh, one side go. was really fishy. Mm-hmm. But like Eric's, you know, Eric's stomach isn't, you know, it, it, my palate's not too expanded, you yeah. know. So, and then not to mention with all this food, they had a buffet that you can go into at any time. But like a high end buffet. What was in the buffet? Wow. It, just name it. And you were totally right about that smoked wood smell. Yeah. Like Tony, uh, Tony was like, when you go down there, you're gonna have new smells, Eric. You're gonna smell, you're gonna smell new <laughs> smells, Eric. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? And as soon as I get to the resort, I knew exactly what Tony was talking about. It was like this wood burning, like, like wood smell that I guess they start the ovens with or like the the stoves with, and everything was fresh and the food was fresh as shit because they're getting it like two feet away. You know, it's weird, like you're saying with the infrastructure. We went to Costa Rica years back and. Uh, <laughs> We had a snowstorm up here, interestingly enough. It was like in February. Yeah. So we got delayed getting on our plane. So when we got down to Miami for the layover, two guys could go that night at 9 o'clock. I mean, that the, that moment. One guy had to wait till 9 o'clock at night, and then the fourth guy was able to go the following day. So my friend's a little, like, you know, lily-livered with the stomach. He gets, like, butterflies. He's like, I'll, I'll stay in the hotel tonight. Yeah. And my other two friends like, well, we'll go right now. And I'm like, I guess I'll go tonight at 9. So I trolled around the airport for hours waiting to get on the plane. And finally, I go down there. You know, it's like a four-hour flight at 9 o'clock. So I get down there. It's like it's about like midnight, 1 a.m., right? Yeah. So I grab a taxi at San Jose Airport, International <laughs> Airport, like one and change in the morning. That's a scary To statement. go to San Jose at 1 in the morning. Yeah. So I get in the cab with this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I need to go to this uh, this, this street. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So we, I, we hop in there, and we start driving. And I mean, it's one o'clock in the morning. We're zoom cruising through the streets yeah. of San Jose. Yeah, it's like the bad area of San Jose. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, this guy he starts going on these back roads. I'm like, all right, this guy's gonna try. I'm like, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. I'm like, he's gonna try something. Like, we're gonna be in this in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm just waiting for him to say something. Just like, boom. <laughs> it's like, buck. Tony's taking his belt off and I'm putting get, it around I'm, his dude, fist. I'm getting nervous. I'm like, I'm like this. I'm like, he's gonna try to rob me. I'm like, this is. The, I'm like, look at this neighborhood. So then he pulls up. My two friends are standing on the curb out in front of this hostel. I'm like, holy crap. You're like, no one. Yeah, you're like, this town's really shitty I'm now. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> they have bars on the window in the nice areas. Well, that was the thing. I was on training wheels. You know, yeah. like this vacation, I did go out of the country for the first time yeah. at 34, thank God. But it was like on training wheels. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I'll, you know, it, right. it was fine. But uh, one final thing about the trip is that uh, we, my girlfriend wasn't feeling well. So, right. they, so they have a, a, a pharmacia. On the on the property, <laughs> right? So you walk into this place, and it's got like eleven things, eleven things on the shelves. Mm-hmm. This is a real pharmacy, yeah. In the Dominican, like, see, that's the thing. Like, you walk into CVS, it's like the size of a football field, and you got Dayquil, Nightquil, Bakquil, Thatquil, Robitussin, no Robitussin, <laughs> Robitussin Light. This place is like either we got aspirin, they got plenty of dick pills. They got stacks of Viagra, Cialis, and condoms. That's awesome. Bro. And then it's just like uh, kids' cough medicine. That's great, bro. See, it's a, that's why you wow. know it's a vacation town. You know people are going in there. They're about like our age, a little older. They buy a box of Viagra. They buy a box of rubbers and a little champagne. And they go back and give it to their significant other. Yeah. It's plop, plop, <laughs> fizz, fizz. Oh, what a fun night it is. <laughs> that's usually, oh plop, it's usually the, uh, the combo. So we, we go with my girlfriend. She was feeling under the weather. So I'm like, why don't we just go get checked out by the doctor? You know, here in the pharmacy. Yeah. So, like, literally, I, I knock on the door, and the lady opens up the door, and she's like, oh, she's like, you would like to see the doctor? I was like, yeah. So she's like, okay, one second. She closes the door. I go, I bet you it's the same lady with a wig on. No no joke. She comes out of another door. It's the same lady. Oh, shit. She's like, oh, wow. hey, hello, I am the doctor. I'm like, you do, are you acting like you just didn't say hi to us through the <laughs> other door? Like, I, I felt like I was in, like, a Monty Python. Uh, Jesus, that's creepy. Hold on. I got I to gotta shut my uh, screaming toilet off because <laughs> it's going to be picked up on the audio. Yeah, Eric's toilet. You flush this thing. It sounds like uh, it sounds like it's 737 coming in for approach. <laughs> Put the flaps down when, you, when you're starting to come in for a landing. That might be the problem right there. 
Well, the weather in the apartment is uh, 37 degrees and balmy. Well, may- maybe, Tony, because you every time you flush the toilet, you hit it with your elbow like fucking Dalton from Roadhouse. <laughs> so you slam that motherfucker down. But did I hit the turbo button Dude, by I'm accident? I'm so ginger with that. G- I, I, I act so gingerly with that thing. And it's like every time Tony comes over, like, like somebody's letting the air out of a balloon. Well, how do you flush a toilet? Roughly gingerly? gingerly. You well, flush it or you don't. Well, you just don't, you know, you don't you act like the guy from the show in the Dominican Republic do a split in the air and then hit it with your toe. Because I have a feeling you're doing some kind of karate move to the lever. <laughs> well, your to toilet start. is like, it doesn't flush to begin with. So I've seen I've seen piss clog your toilet up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you've, you've, you're the only one that's ever clogged my toilet up. Twice. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Tony's like, your toilet sucks. It's like, well, it's the re- you're the reason. That the the toilet has problems because we started working together like two years ago, and do you notice how it just coincides that my Maybe toilet has been working for like two? It's depressed. I eat a lot of fiber, but let's not go nuts. Um, speaking. Eric of, also doesn't doesn't eat, so he doesn't go to the bathroom. Yeah, he really. He's like the so he's like the uh, he's like the daughter from Small Wonders for Christ's sake. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just have to get out of my uh, com- like. So that's a, that's a good example. It's like you know, it's how you were saying like I don't eat. On vacation, I was eating like all the time. Yeah, I didn't have coffee. Wow. I had one cup of coffee on vacation in six days. No. So let me ask you this: no. Yeah, how was one your stomach? cup of coffee? Did you have any stomach issues at all? No, I had zero. Really? I had zero stomach issues. The water. What, what, what did you do for the? What did you do for the Toki Toki Smoky Smoky? Oh, I was I was smoking butts. I, I brought I brought butts with any? me, and then I I brought cigarettes down there. Marlboros all over the world, baby. Did you find any jazz cigarettes or uh, jazzy cigarettes? Uh, no, we didn't. Actually, I didn't find any jazzy cigarettes. I just enjoyed my uh-huh. vacation on the beach. Did you get a Cubanos? Oh yeah, I got some fucking Hemingway, uh, thirty-minute Hemingway cigars. Let me ask you this question: I don't even smoke cigars. I love those goddamn things. Did you have any weird dreams? I had the most vivid dreams yeah. in my life on vacation. I figured out the, the I figured out something where I was gonna I was totally nor I woke up right and I was gonna tap my girlfriend on the shoulder because I figured something out in my dream, and it meant nothing. <laughs> it, in I remember it distinctly. We kept going into the bathroom, right, and they were like, "Do you see this thing?" And it was the thing that you put on the back of a door. You know the thing that you go. Sure. As you, as a kid, you just hit that for twelve minutes until your dad comes and slaps you to stop. Right. Um, and you just keep hitting that, and uh, it w- they were like, put this in toilet paper, and they just wrapped it up in toilet paper. And I needed to tell my girlfriend in the middle of waking up that like I figured it out. I figured out that was the the answer to all the world's problems was that little boing thing in a piece of toilet paper. I woke up. I was like, what the fuck is going on around here? I was watching Black Mirror too. What? Oh. Why do you, Tony? Why do you say that? Is that typical that, that people have vivid dreams well, when they're on vacation? No, no, not necessarily. But the thing is, like, the experience I have is every time I travel someplace, I always have the same dream, and I know it's going to happen. I never know what night, but I always know it's coming at some point. And what happens is, like, I'll Tony, go to sleep. Tony goes uh, does a comedy battle against Sinbad from yeah. the eighties. I go to sleep, and for some <laughs> reason, I dream like that. I have to go back home for some reason. Like something happened. I got to fly back to the states. But that's I'm you all pissed off. You either like when you're even when you're here. You have to get to the Mexican, uh, the Tex-Mex place, or you have to get back home. I already had Chipotle on the way over here. It's like he's got like a 21, like he has to get back there, and like <laughs> he takes like oxygen. He, Tony's really 211 years old, but like he has to get back to his house to have this like little, like uh, this dropper that just makes him look yeah, 30, like a 30 years old. Like a he, needs, he needs to put on the, the duster gives him vitality. So cape, he goes without, I've got my magical duster. So I always dream that I have to come back, and I'm so pissed off, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. But I'm like, all right, I can take care of the business in a day or two, fly back, and I'll still get a good three or four days of the trip in. It's not a total disaster. And I'll fly home, and something will happen. It's taking forever, and I'm like, oh, the trip's screwed. And then I'll wake up, and I'll be like, where am I? And then I'm like, oh, that didn't happen. I'm still on the vacation. It didn't get ruined. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And I won't even know where I am for a second. I'll be like, oh, my God, this is crazy, you know? Tony's like, vacation number two. Hi, Tony. Tony, this is Lenore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like second vacation. <laughs> Tony's like a, a, a Tony's like a parakeet. You throw a blanket over his head, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, time to go to sleep." What? <laughs> oh, my stomach goes crazy. Must be on vacation, not at my house. What? There's no loneliness when you sleep. Gotta get back to my house. What? <laughs> a long-winded point about being out of your comfort zone, being out of your norms. Like that's like I forgot to drink coffee. Like here, I wake up. 
And I'm like, oh, I got to have a cup of coffee, right? Like, it's the first thing I think about when I wake up on vacation. The first thing I was thinking about was going down to the beach and get my bronze on. Eric actually just takes the cup of coffee, oh. squeezes it. It goes up in the air and lands in his mouth like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you guys do in the morning then? I mean, usually there's a morning routine usually, you know. So like, was Megan drinking her coffee or whatever in the morning? Eh, not really. I I mean, I had on the first on the second day I had a cup of coffee with breakfast, and that was the last cup of coffee I had until I got back to the states, and I did half decaf, half regular, so I don't sweat through my shirt because I think I might be done with coffee because that thing's like the devil. Whoa! It makes me very anxious. How I long noticed. Was the flight? Uh, yeah. The flight was like nothing, dude. I fell asleep, and they're like, ah, you're in Costa Rica. And they roll you right up to, like, the hut where you get picked up by the taxis. It's like no LaGuardia where you got to walk 14 and a half miles or Charlotte Airport where you got to walk 15 and a half miles to the fucking front. They, like, drop you off. They're like, all right, see ya. It's like, it's like they drop you off, like, on the main road. The plane lands in the front yeah. of the building. Yeah. It's like, it, it was re- it was. I'm like, we're here already? Yeah. Hola! Are you sitting in prison right now thinking about a way to get out, bro? Then you came to the right place. All you need is the El Chapo! El Chapo! What is the El Chapo, you ask, bro? It's like a Spanish utility Swiss Army knife, bro. It's got a spoon and a knife for all your prison needs. When you break out of prison, you need all the help you can get, bro. That's why it's got a knife so you can cut and a spoon so you can dig. The toothbrush, I don't fucking know. It can even cut through cars, jars, throats, and bars. The El Chapo! It can even cut through mojitos, burritos, bandidos, and Cheetos! So don't delay. The first five callers get a bag of blow on me, El Chapo. Got a rival gang member? Just chop his bones off with the El Chapo. El Chapo. I go, how can the United States be considered the most obese country in the world? Have you ever seen European dudes at the beach? They all look like Jabba the Hutt with a banana hammock. I mean, come on. At some point, you need to retire that look. I mean... The built like phlegm pear European look needs to go. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not okay. We saw this one uh, guy. He had a Speedo on, and his love handles literally came over the, the Speedo, and he was like 16 oh. with a hat on that had a brim on it that was about a foot long. Me and my girlfriend looked at each other. I go, did that make you feel weird inside? And she goes, yes. And then we're sitting underneath the hut, and there's these two. <coughs> <sighs> That's why they sell the Cialis. They're these two like I would say Croatian lovers male uh 58 and they're just covered in hair you remember oh, the you remember beautiful, that thing from beautiful. Bill and Ted's bogus adventure station that small thing that was really hairy and it was sta- and it would just yeah, make the, yeah. make the co- <laughs> taters actually we probably actually get a movie reference for taters cuz it was long enough yeah, ago Station and they all <laughs> finally a movie I know. Station. So they had as much hair, uh, like they looked like they had a sweater on. Oh my god! And I'm like, you know, I'm enjoying vacation. I look to the right, and it's just some just droopy pear shaped ball sack oh, no. with a fucking speedo that looks like it's from 1968. That's just got all the elastic worn out of the shit, and it's like I, I'm like, can I? They should have like speedo blockers where like you can just put a chip in your head and you don't see guys in speedos anymore. Or they should just be outlawed. Well, what about like a pair of sunglasses where like the part where the speedo would be, there's a little like band that looks like the rest of the bathing suit? Uh, Tony, make it. You'll be a millionaire. I'll give you a million bucks. I'd literally go yeah. work just to get a million dollars. It's like they team. live. Everybody puts the glasses on. You don't see the speedo anymore. My God. <laughs> Me and Tony get into a fight on the beach like they live. Over the glasses. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, I'm not putting them on. Put the glasses on. <laughs> Greatest fight scene. Greatest cool. street fight scene of any movie of all time. Roddy Roddy Peeper and uh, the uh, the dad from uh, Something About Mary. You got the beans above the he's Franks. Also the bartender in Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What's your name? Coffee Black. Yep. Um, <laughs> in the Roadhouse. <laughs> in the Roadhouse. <laughs> Yo, I mean, you got to ask yourself, though, like, that guy was kind of a dick. I mean, he could have just put the glasses on for a second. No, he didn't want to put the glasses on. It's not who knows what this guy was doing. Yeah, but it's like, all right, I put him on. Great. I, well, I, see, that's know. like the thing with movies. It's like if X, Y, and Z didn't happen, you might not have the greatest fight scene in history. But if we were having an argument in an alleyway, I was like, listen, bro, I got these glasses. The whole world's 
full of aliens. Yeah. You put them on, you're going to see them all. Yeah. Wouldn't you be like, oh, i got to get a look at this? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let me see Yeah, let me have them. And then the guy hits you over the head with a lead pipe. <laughs> They're covered in ass. And, and then he rapes you for two weeks in a cabin in upstate New York. And you're <laughs> like, maybe I, so maybe he didn't want to, like, see, it was a weird time. Some weird jacked, just, but like, you're talking about you, Tony. You're like a little, you're not as um, as intimidating as Roddy Roddy Peeper yeah, that's true. in his prime with a ripped off flannel shirt that's as true. a short sleeve shirt. Do you know how fucking kick ass you got to be to rock a, a look like that? You cut a flannel. Like, what's the thinking in that? All your T-shirts were occupied? Like, why would you? A button-down yeah. flannel shirt to work. We were in Pennsylvania driving to the backcountry. <laughs> this guy had a button-down shirt that he cut at, like, above the, like, at the rib cage. You, think, you know what? He just probably ate so much barbecue and spilled so much on his shirt. Yeah, maybe. Like, I was going to. I got a crop top this thing. Like one of those pipe organ monkeys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Little vest. It's a big bubba special. Solomon Come on Grundy. Down. We'll cut your shirt off yeah. three quarters of the way. I don't care how many stains you got on that shirt. And that remember, stuff. you can't lick your old Uncle Bubba. How is Uncle Bubba doing down there in Nashville? Has he uh, been uh, perpetually hitting on your wife still? Doesn't, it doesn't end. It never ends. He's always trying to get you. He, especially on on, on rack, rack of ribs Wednesdays, he just always <laughs> calls calls me up and starts talking about racks. And wait, I wait, you wife. Slap him over the head. He thought you said rib her rack. And he went nuts. <laughs> he keeps what? He keeps throwing the the rack insinuation to you on the phone. Yeah, the rack. Bring your rack yeah, down this weekend. And give me that rack. Well, it also is way your wife Wednesdays, so he's probably trying to double down on the deals just to get your wife down there now. Oh remember. yeah, yeah. If he starts, uh, if he starts uh, holding uh, lavender linguine and a vegan, uh, a vegan fucking menu at the place, you're in big trouble because Annie will be down there in a heartbeat, and then he's gonna be like, "Oh, forget about it. Yeah, I'll be all alone." Tater's wife can't lick your old uncle. Oh, actually, he Did can he? lick. Taters, huh? Lavender linguine? Is that he a thing? Tried. I don't know. I, I, I made it up be. for Dylan. I don't like because I just can't uh, picture him just eating just lavender from like a from a plant. So I, I would imagine he'd like he'd like, you know, he'd boil it down, yeah, yeah. mash it, put it in the stew, you know, uh, <laughs> boil it. <laughs> <laughs> what he does with all his lavender. I'm like, this is going somewhere. I'm not it's, sure where yet, but I know it's, it's taters. Need something. How's life? Uh, how's life, Taters? How's it going down there? Other than uh, trying to get Big Bubba off your wife. Life is good. Busy with uh, busy with filmmaking. Uh, getting you involved in that. I, I tried to uh, mimic your voice the other day to oh uh, a very poor effect. Do you have that? Do you have that sound clip by any chance? Hi, Just it's like me, the, the, Eric. What'd you say, bud? The train. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. All right. Yeah, so I do I do voiceovers for taters, and so of course I probably screwed up. We had to we had to do a redo, and uh, so he, he actually Dylan, you, you tell him what's up. Yeah, well, well, you know, Eric's a really grateful employee. I, I get him these jobs. Hey, Eric, can you read something for two minutes for hundreds of dollars? And he's always got to fucking give me an excuse why he can't do it or why he's got to put it off. Oh man, you know, and, and every I know when it's coming. Every single time I get a text. Where he's a dot 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 for about thirty seconds, it stops, and then about fifteen minutes later, he answers me back, and then he gets the not for nothing or hey bud, comma or Dylan. So he uses, anytime he starts using my name, I know he's going to come up with a really hostile excuse on why <laughs> he shouldn't have to do something. So I wait for it every single time. So like the other day, I'm like, hey man, can you do this uh, this, this read through or whatever, blah blah blah. And he starts giving me, you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of fucking words in here, you know, and, and, and you know, what, what are these guys? Well, I mean, just complaining about every know, fucking word, hey, listen, right? The, uh, you know, the old ad wizards you have over at your company, you guys beat around the bush. It's like, how many jobs, 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 jobs? It's like you just use the word job <laughs> 13 times in two sentences. I pro okay, care. So I pro care. Right, right. I pro. So Dylan gets this well, grand ir scheme. Irregardless of that. Irregardless of that. Irregardless. How many takes did it? I, I want you to. He's tell down in Nashville. How Era. Many takes, irregardless. Taters. How many takes Era. did it take you to correct, correctly pronounce webinars? <laughs> About 382. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I heard webinars out of your mouth 6,000 times on Open tape. And we them. just had to keep on redoing. 
I said, it's webinars. And he's like, uh, Dylan, Dylan, listen, bud. And then it's like, here we go again. Here we go again. I was up for, tw- I had a 12 hour shift. Okay. And my apartment in Heathrow and the, the laundry, the laundry uh, machine's going off. So what do you want me to pr- correctly pronounce words for you now? I'm like, you know, I'm paying you like 250 bucks for this. He's like, yeah, but you know, I mean, you know, so so pretty much uh, Taters, as you can see, has been, the, you know, he's been working for the past uh, three months. So, you know, that's a little bit on his work. Oh, so. oh, give me a fucking break. You know, maybe, hey, listen, maybe you should take a vacation. Sounds like Taters needs one, doesn't it? Taters like Taters moved listen, down man, to Nashville I'm to be more relaxed. And l- you hear him? Sounds like, he's in a soprano. Pre- sounds like he's in a pressure cooker. Listen to me, Carmelo. But when I got when I got somebody telling me that I need, uh, like, hey, can you get this voiceover done in two days? And I got Eric telling me, I just got back from vacation and I'm tired. So, hey, bud, I'm going to wait for a couple of days because I got a little bit of a stuffy nose also. Uh, it's like that's not acceptable to me. It's so, acceptable. Um, so okay. So, but it, let, let's, let's just let's run this down. Um, Dylan, you want me you wanted me to do a section over and a voiceover that I already did. When I didn't have a stuffy nose, then I have a stuffy nose and you want me to make it sound exactly like the last voiceover we did. Do you think it's going to sound exactly the same? So Dylan gets well, it. In his, hold think, on. Don't Dylan you... gets it in, in his <laughs> okay. infinite wisdom, right? His infinite wisdom right. to sound like me oh, while doing the voiceover. Good. And I have the clip. So here's Taters trying to impersonate what I sound like. Probably just going to sound like him just taking a huge drag off a of Marlboro for about six and a half minutes and coughing. How much did it cost to get Sideshow Bob to, to be a spokesperson? Oh, my God. All right, so here we go. Here's Taters trying to sound like me on a voiceover. Cation, you can learn how to increase your sales, improve your brand image, and acquire more customers. We will also be teaching you proven strategies on how to trade and profit from the financial markets. Whether it's learning to trade foreign exchange <laughs> currencies Jesus or Christ. using our exclusive cryptocurrency trading yeah, you sound well, just like to him. trade your own God Almighty. Your voice, co- your voice hits report. you like a dumpster in a hurricane. When did I turn into Kermit the Frog? Hey guys, it's so you got that well. All right, hey Jesus guys. Christ, you sound like the bait girl on one of those to catch a predator shows. It's not easy being green. Oh, I swear to God, I'm an 11 year old boy. Oh my God, right, let's let's hear Taters try to be me again. That's that's fantastic. Strategies on how to trade and profit from the financial markets. Whether it's learning to trade foreign exchange. <laughs> well, I went through. I went through. <laughs> I went through about about 15 or 20 takes of that too. So so. Uh, you have hold on. You have. You might want to listen. Hold on, you're telling me you yeah. you literally have recordings of you trying to sound like me? Oh my god, I this do, is like yeah. this is my wet fucking dream right here from Taters. Hold on. It's Taters. <laughs> so far so good. Whether it's learning to trade foreign exchange currencies or using our exclusive Oh my god, are you kidding? That's supposed to sound like me? Patty Hi, my name's Dillian, and I'm trying to sound like Eric. <laughs> Did you just watch a million like, episodes of Arrested <laughs> Development and try to be the magician? Gate, uh, fuck, what's his name? Job. Yeah, Job. Joe. Are you trying to be Job from Arrested Development? Listen, this. Cryptocurrency trading software. Control. <laughs> I mean, I had to get in some sense software. that I was, was smoking butts, and I was just totally stressed out. So you literally, you sound like a creepy '70s porn star. Oh, yeah. How do you like that, ladies? Do my it. my name's Taters, oh, yeah. Do it sexy. <laughs> do it tosimo. Oh, yeah. Oh, my name's Taters. I love lavender, and I'm half French. Oh. Oh, my God. This is amazing. This is my wet dream. <laughs> Wait a minute. So did they actually air that? No, no. I mean, that's why I I had Eric reread the whole script for full another full price today, and he was giving me shit about it. You know what's great? I love the United States. Don't do your job right, just get more money. Hi-yo! That's a buyer's market right there. <laughs> when you got talent, folks, you just got to go with it. All right, so let's uh, let's get back to Taters trying to sound like uh, like me again. This is amazing. This is my this is my Need your own Graceland. cryptocurrencies. <laughs> And profit from the financial markets. Whether it's learning to trade foreign exchange currencies or using our... This summer, it's taters in an action thriller where he tries to get everybody to blow him at once. What was going through your mind when you were trying to do this? What was going through my mind 
was that I'm fucking trying to get you to do it for money, and you're sitting there telling me how you're tired and you don't want to get out of bed, and I'm fucking sitting in my car on my wife's birthday while she's getting a massage and having a happy day and yelling at me because I have to sit in the car and try to pretend to be you for about an hour and a half. And I'm like, this is every, this is fucking terrible right if now. If you tell a third party that, like, you sound crazy. I was sitting I in the parking lot trying to be you for 40 minutes. Yeah. That's 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 wild. That's uh that's that's psychotic it's almost. A movie I'm, I'm a little scared. Next on A E, it's Taters, the ex porn star who sounds like Eric but really doesn't. Single white male. Burger. He drinks six cups of coffee and smokes half a buck pack of butts. Probably he probably took one drag off a cigarette and puked all over the passenger seat. It was the first Oh God Taters is like I'm I've a, never smoked a cigarette in my life. I would I'm a method actor. <laughs> he walked to the Dunkin' Donuts one, please. Oh, you know who you kinda sound like? <laughs> On the WB Pretty Little Liars. That's who you really sound like. On the WB channel. <laughs> Remember that guy from back in the yeah. day that did the promos? A Darkwing yeah. Duck on the WB. It's amazing, Taters. Football season is the best time of year. Until it's over. Now it's back to spending quality time with the family. And God knows you dread that. Now that football's over, babe, we can go to Madison's communion with the whole fam. Oh, and you can sit with me for Manny Petty, and we have brunch with my cousin's best friend and her kids. And we can try pottery like in Ghost and go to a lavender farm. Oh, can you grab my purse, babe? Don't take your own life. Just take Hybertol. In a new, easy-to-drink, three-gallon dose, it will knock you out from the Lombardi lift to the kickoff of next year. Side effects may include unemployment, divorce, bed sores, shingles, measles, mumps, polio, Ebola, hay fever, typhoid, smallpox, bigpox, bluepox, chickenpox, black plague, scurvy, and Richard Dreyfuss syndrome. Hybertol. Fast forward through life's off-season. What yo? Well, what, was I tried. This, what was this bomb? This snow bomb? Because I I was I got like I was in and out of service down the DR. What, the what's bomb. a what's a snow bomb? A bomb cyclone is when the pressure drops twenty four millibars or more in a twenty four hour period. I don't know. Can you can you put that in the layman's terms for me? Because I don't know what a millibar. So like you know how you look at the, the pressure gauge. You know like as, as the, the the fewer millibars, the stronger the the storm will be. Howdy, so with, this is a when the when the when the millibars drop and the pressure drops, low pressure systems make stronger Ooh. storms. Ooh! So as you see the millibars to drop, you know the pressure is starting to get lower, and oh there's God. better potential for greater storms. I, I gotta admit, when you, when you do this, I have, I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I love it. You <laughs> sound you make us sound so much smarter. Continue, please. So at any rate, so yep. we had this bomb cyclone come in, and we had 68 mile an hour winds in Bayville. We had uh, it started to flood. There was like a foot or so of water up against the stores with like ice floats and like then there was like a river of like with ice and it going down one of the side streets by the Ralphs mm -hmm. and uh, everything got snowed up and frozen and there was wind and all this other nonsense. It always happens to you right around Ralphs. Everything Sucks. happens to you yeah. around Ralphs. Um, for the people who don't know, Ra Ralphs Pizza was is the, uh, the, the pizza place in our hometown. There was a bomb cyclone down there and it just came through. We had and snow, we had wind. Uh, God, Jerry, God rest his soul, really nice guy. But every time he'd walk in, he'd go, "Hi, would you like, uh, would you like a slice of pizza? It's kind of cold down at the <laughs> beach. You might want to wear a sweater, Sean. Go ahead. What are you kids drinking today? We've got root beer, Seven Up, Fanta. I'll bring it over. Sit down. I'm not gonna drink it for you, but I'll bring you a straw. The best part was my friend walked into that place, Mark, and. Uh, Mark was a funny kid, and he comes in, and the first time he ever met him, he said his name's Wolfie. Oh, no. So he's like, oh, how you doing, Wolfie? So for the rest of his God-given life, whenever Mark walked into the pizzeria, oh, how you doing, Wolfie? Oh, yeah, well, at least they got oh his name God. wrong on purpose. Why? I go in there. The woman used to call me Tommy since I was 13. Hey, Tommy! And my stepfather would be like, you know his name's Tony, right? She'd be like, Tommy! So oh. I just let it fly. Well, uh, my dad uh, would drive by the place yeah. um, and, and yell out the window, where's my free pie? <laughs> yeah, good luck with what? that. Why? Uh, no, negative. That's over. Let them die. Why? Uh, because he helped the owner of Ralph's Pizza one time. 
Uh, my father's always had a job where he leaves the house at like 2 a.m., you know? I leave the house at 3.15 a.m. It just kept getting earlier yeah, yeah, and I earlier, did. you know? <laughs> so I leave the house at 1 a.m. So uh, it was like 3.30 a.m., and he's driving down the road, and he sees Jerry uh, with a flat tire on the way uh, to work. So my dad gets out, and now Jerry was another European kind of built like phlegm. So my dad helped him fix his tire. <laughs> the Mucinex I love that thing. With my, with my, my dad uh, fixed his tire with his teeth, you yeah. know? He's like, get out of the way, you know? So he, so he fixed the tire. <laughs> and at the end of the tire, he goes, hey, he goes, uh, he goes uh, anytime, come down to the pizzeria, and I'll give you a free pie for helping me out. Yeah. So my dad goes, great. So a man with, uh, you know, a man with two, uh, two kids, yeah. you know, and uh, a working guy. Good stuff. Hey. Free meal, right? Yeah, for sure. So my dad, oh, yeah. you know, my dad's not like down there the next day. You know, he waits a little while. He lets it breathe a little bit. Maybe like three weeks go by. Two weeks go by. I actually wish you call my dad and find Taters. <laughs> patch us through to uh to the homeland, to uh to the Casson house. We gotta talk to my let's get my dad on the line about this story. Engage. Because I gotta I, please engage. Um so what happens is my dad goes down there. It's like two or three weeks later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he doesn't say anything. Right. So, you know, my dad doesn't say anything because he doesn't want like to be like that, you know. So uh, next thing I know, yeah, 16 years goes by. No pizza. <laughs> so I think my wow. dad just liked yelling out of the window. Where's my free pizza? Your dad should have used some subliminal messages when he went in there. <laughs> um. Speaking of the Golden Globes, how many times you snap your carrot during the actual? And I, uh, I, I I actually started a small campfire from the friction. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I could have put some tinder underneath it and cooked a marshmallow. Tony uses fruit of a loom as as kindling. Oh god! What's that? My dad's calling it. Hey, uh, hey, Dad! Sorry to bother you there. You're on, you're on the line of Loose Cannon Comics. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, I see you're trying to get me with FaceTime and stuff. Please don't ever put my face on, uh, on the air because uh, I got more kittens than the Chinese phone book. Well, it's radio. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we but, wouldn't see uh, a beautiful I, face no, anyway. I mean, maybe, maybe you could figure out a way to, uh, you know. Because I saw you for some reason we couldn't connect. Yeah. What's uh, going on? I, listen, I wanted to I wanted to ask you, uh, have did you ever get that pie from Ralph's? <laughs> that free pie? <laughs> no, and it looks like I never will. Yeah, because because Ralph he's, actually uh, passed he's, away, uh, so he's toes up, baby. He's he's taking a dirt nap now. He had a flat tire 40 years ago on Babel Avenue. Uh, no. And uh, I went the extra mile. I must have, uh, all the planets must have been aligned. So instead of blowing past him, I stopped. He didn't have a spare. We took the flat down to, at the time, it was a Texaco station. And uh, I waited around for him to get it fixed, drove back to the car. Didn't stick around for him to put it on. I figured he, he could figure out that. And it's like, oh, thank you very much. I, you know, next time you come in, a pie on me. Well, forty-something years later, I'm still. Uh, what now? You gave it like a like a couple, you know, because you're not a gavon, so you gave it a couple weeks grace period. Yeah, and yeah. And you didn't want to go down, down there. Run down the next day and say, uh, "Where's my pie?" And they get extra cheese. Well, how long did you wait? Do you remember how long you waited until you did go down there to start claiming your prize? Wow, is this really good radio? Yeah, it's fantastic radio. <laughs> Because you literally, uh, 40 years after the no, fact, I, you, you, know, you still remember a free pie time, that's you know, coming to you. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I, I eat a pie a day, so, but back then, yeah, yeah, maybe a week, two, or yeah. something like that. And I went back there and, uh, like, he never knew me. So you, you never you never felt compelled to go, hey, you know, uh, I helped you with that flat, you know, because you, no, you, you, mean, you, you know, don't seem like the guy I that would, really... But, doesn't really mince words, you know. Like you, you know, you usually well, tell people. I would, but he was such a douche that uh, you know, it's it's like you know, it was like uh, you know, it was like beating up a three-year-old. So I, you know, I just. Uh, well, I was saying with you know, his phlegm consistency body, he couldn't change his own tire. That's why he had to help him. Yeah, well, he was he was uh, he was lost and confused. But uh, no, I didn't stick around for the uh, for the putting on of the tire. 
you know, I, I you know, I had about enough, you know, because I, uh, I spent about, uh, you know, an hour or two with him, and that's way more than uh, than anybody should spend with uh, old Ralphie. He should have got you two pies. He wasn't even he wasn't even Ralph. That was his old man. He was what? He was Jerry. He was Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Jerry. Yes. Yeah, Jerry, so you... <laughs> Jerry, Does that make you upset? Like, was he an imposter? Slices. You know, in the in the beginning, way back in the day, he never sold slices. It was only the pie. Yeah, you're a good businessman. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like $80 for a pie if you sell it by slice. And he's like, no, no, here we sell it by the pie. Oh, man. All right. Well, that but he used to have like just regular in Sicilian for like 40 years. It's like everybody else is like 46 varieties of pizza. Can I get some different? We got calzones. We got regular and we got Sicilian for everybody. OK, and nothing else. What do you guys want? We got regular Sicilian. How about a root beer? Oh, wow. And then the 11 second. Like, he was like the Michael Buffer of pizza. Yeah, it sounded like a rice Rat. rock down the It's like, let's get ready to pizza. Hey, who are you doing the show with? You doing it with Tony? Yeah, yeah. here I am. Yeah, Tony, we, uh, I would listen to the uh, Oktoberfest. Not Oktoberfest. The, uh, the Oysterfest. You were pretty funny that day. Uh, you and uh, Eric, you had a good thing going. I listened to that. Thank you very but much. I had my... Um, I know I, I I left you a, you a message on the uh, on the thing. Did you listen to it? No, I didn't get to listen to the voicemail message. So yeah, he had one line. He you you were saying that you, uh, which I thought was pretty ingenious. As a matter of fact, you had a roll and you put uh, those little uh, we we used to call them stripes. Those one ounce uh, things you get at the airlines. And he says, uh, "Yeah, well, you can have a whiskey. Uh, no, a whiskey par- a parmesan." So I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was, and that's you were what... talking about the the shit soaker. Uh, somebody, I don't know. Somebody took a shit all over. Yeah, I, the, I said uh... that it looked like somebody put shit in a super soaker and sprayed it all over the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the toilet that was, seat. That, that, that had me laugh. And yeah. I was sitting in the car smoking my cigar and uh, laughing my balls off. You guys were pretty good that day. Oh, thanks, Dad. We appreciate it. And if uh, you know, and if it's coming from my dad, because he'll tell us if we suck. Yeah. No. He, yeah. No, sure. He, obviously, the way. you know, you hear his critique on the local pizzeria. He'll tell us how he feels any day of the week. Dad, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Great to hear from you. Yeah, okay. Later. So they, there you go. So just a little background on where I come from. It's My dad is very similar, too. Yeah, of He's course. very similar. And we're watered same down. Generation, yeah. And we're literally watered down versions of our fathers. <laughs> it's like he says the same things. He's like, yeah, how come you never sold, like, little boxes of pizza for the beach? What, like... What age did you get to where you started realizing you're literally turning into your father? Um, I, I don't think that's really happening to me. Lie, I think everybody's lie, kind of in a oh, so, of their, oh of their you're, you're still in folks. dad. De- you're still in dad denial. 